Hi friends. Um, so I'm just really excited to have Kelly Hannah on the podcast today. Um, recently somebody asked me, is it really possible to know God? And I answered that in a previous, in the previous episode before this one, but I didn't want my voice to be the only one answering that question. And so I asked my friend Kelly to come on here and share a little bit about her journey in knowing God. Um, so I really, I really think this is a valid question. I think a lot of people are asking this question. And so I hope that from this, um, you can gain some insight. And if you have any questions, there is a link in the bio. So thank you so much. Enjoy. Hello there. My name is Kelly and Chelsea asked me a couple weeks ago to share some thoughts on a question she'd received. Is it really possible to know God? I, I can't seem to find him or something along that lines. Um, and I just found it to be just a really powerful question. And yeah, initially had just a lot of thoughts about, um, you know, different things I've read or listened to. But as I kind of thought and sat with the question for a little bit, I just felt um, a conviction not to really share like any of my own wisdom or knowledge that I've gained over the years of walking with God, but actually just to share um, some experiences I've had wrestling through this same question. Um, So before I start that, I wanted to share a first thought, which is the word yada. And that is a word all over scripture, the word that means to know. And this is kind of what I think of when I think of this question. I did a quick like Google search on the meaning of Yada. And so if you want to go deep, you know, this is just going to be a, a thought on what it is. But it, I would encourage you to really dive deep and do a word study on it. Um, but to Yada is not just head knowledge which is something that I love to gain and something I think our culture, our day and age is like, you know, a cultural moment filled with so much knowledge, ability to know Google's at our fingertips. Um, and we can know things really well, but this is describing something different. It's a deep, profound heart knowledge. It's, um, associated with like deep intimacy, like Adam, Yadad, Eve, and it's like covenant, link, covenant language. So one time I've heard it said that you can know a lot of facts about a strawberry, but to yada, a strawberry is to actually take a bite of it. And the person who eats it can describe it in a whole different way than someone that maybe has spent their life researching facts about strawberries. So as I share the two different kind of moments in my life that I've I thought of initially with this question, that is the type of knowing that I'm talking about is like a deep experiential, not just a head knowledge moment with God, but a, an intimate relational, um, moment that is when your heart connects with his heart at a deep, a deep place. So... The first story, or the first, I don't want to call it a story, um, probably the first time I actually really wrestled with this question was the end of my sophomore year of college. Um, I 
was not in a good place. I look back to where I was at and I like could cry just thinking about how much I was hurting. Yeah, it was the end of my sophomore year. I went to a university. I was studying nursing. Um, and I would describe myself as like incredibly lonely, um, incredibly anxious, which were really new things to me. I, growing up, just did not have a lot of those struggles. Um, I look back, I think I've probably pushed a lot of things down, but also that just isn't something might not, was not my natural bent. But, um, yeah, I was in a place I was confused. Like I said, I was in my, the profession, I was studying, I had friends, I was doing well in school, I had a nice boyfriend. Um, yeah, but I look back, I journaled some at that time, and just anxiety ridden. I was overwhelmed with anxiety around school. I had some family stuff going on that I just felt like was all on my shoulders. Um, just struggled with a lot of confidence and insecurity. I now can see. I also had a, just a really rough struggle with um, anorexia. I had developed anorexia during my freshman year. And by that point, I just felt so helpless and I felt ashamed. Um, I hated it, but I also felt like I had no hope for not um, being just oppressed by it. So a little context. Uh, I grew up in the faith, you know, faith foundation. I definitely was a Christian at this point. Um... But I would say that that transition from it being like the faith of my parents to my own faith hadn't happened yet. And I think that was a lot of the fruit that I was experiencing in that moment, you know, sort of the fruit of the spirit, peace, joy, um, love, kindness. It was a lot more like anxiety, fear, pressure. Um, I pushed a lot of people away. I didn't trust people. Yeah, and it was really hard. So I, like I said, I journaled some, and in a moment of just desperation, I was journaling out like a prayer, and it was just like a desperate plead. I just kind of got to the point where I was like, "This cannot be life, God. Like this cannot be what it means to live. Like I don't want to live like this. It's literally miserable." And I asked him for three things. I asked, I asked that um, that I would know him intimately. I asked for a mentor and I asked for a community and I literally look back and I do not know why that's what I asked for. Like, I mean, I do know, I just think like it was God's prompting on my heart and it was also the fruit I'm sure of, I had family and friends praying for me. A lot of people or you know, a few people knew that I was struggling. Um, but yeah, I put, put that, I wrote that in the journal and then I forgot about it. And, um, but it's crazy because God actually started just answering those prayers. I feel like what I can see now, I got to the end of myself. I kind of was trying to live a certain way. And a lot of it was like really dependent on myself. And God in his grace let me continue down that path until I realized that there was no life there. So I was at the end of myself, so I would describe it. And then coming back to my hometown that summer, I had a group of girls the previous summer that we had like done bachelorette nights or bachelor, whatever it was. I can't remember, but parties every Monday night, we would watch them. I just had a great group of girls that were all back from their colleges for the summer. And that summer, um, one of them 
and one of the girls and I were meeting for coffee and she recommended or I did I don't know exactly what happened but we decided um that we would do a book instead so we actually decided to read Crazy Love by Francis Chan shout out if anyone's read that um and that book was really a life-changing book for me I don't honestly remember a lot of what it said. I just remember it just started these questions in my mind of like, is this what it means to be a Christian? Like I had never in my mind seen that. I think I just saw Christianity as like a moral compass, very, um, and again, this isn't like what was necessarily told to me. I think it's just what I perceived and maybe my level of maturity, but be honest started talking about just experiencing I don't I don't even remember what the book's about to be honest but it must have been about God's crazy love yeah I don't know for me it was just these kind of moments of just like an undoing of the paradigm with which I looked at faith and life and seeing that they were meant to be all one not these two separate things um I broke up with the boyfriend I that was one of the first times I felt like God asked me to do something and I remember walking with um, my sister and she asked me why I did it. And I was like, I felt like God asked me to. And I feel like I have peace. And I just remember just feeling like that peace was like, I've never had peace like this before. Because I don't know why I did it. Like there wasn't necessarily a good reason to. I mean, um, but I just felt like it was the best thing for me to do. And it was just a really cool moment. Of course, a couple of weeks later, I think we started dating again. Um. But the event, relationship eventually fell apart, so that was good. Probably for both of us. Um, and then also throughout that summer, I was asked to be... I kind of had, you know, been a really inconsistent participant in a college ministry called Crew. And then I had asked to join... I was asked to join a women's Bible study for, like, leadership development, which is a miracle. And again, I can just see how God had put some people in my life the years before um, that saw something in me or just knew I needed primarily thing just knew I just needed people um so I joined that so check the box for community there and then um within that there was a girl who felt really old at the time but really was only a few years older than me and that took on the role of mentoring all of us when I went back to college and that's that um that fall and that year for me was just a crazy year in a really good way filled with um confession for the first time I remember I felt like you know I was trying to deal with the whole thing with anorexia on my own or God and I you know kind of was like Lord I don't need anybody else I have you like why would I need anybody else if I have you you and I can overcome this and he just really clearly showed me through scripture in James 5 that there's a really big importance of confessing our sin to one another to people you could trust and at that point I knew I could trust these girls so I shared with them and I would not, I mean, it was not like immediate healing, but I definitely can look back and see that that's when those chains, that bondage was started to be broken. And over the next about two years, um, slowly, that just really isn't, was something that just kind of fell away and praise God. It's nothing, it's not something I struggle with now. I actually kind of sometimes even forget that that's part of my story. Uh, I know that's not everyone's experience, but that has been for me and yeah, a lot of it just started with me starting to learn how to try to trust people and invite them into the places where I was hurting the most. Um, but yeah, I look over the course of that year, this group of girls, we just did life together and um, just learned what it looked like to seek God and get in the scripture 
And I would say over the course of that year, over the next two years, God just really made it clear to me what that yada was, what it was like to experience, to know him intimately, like a friend, um, like a father, like a lover, which was something I had just truly, I don't think, ever experienced before. I mean, I don't have the best memory, so there very well could have been moments growing up that I had that, but that was definitely um, the starting point for me. And then, yeah, I think about a year, maybe almost a year around the exact same time, I looked back through my journals. I, I do that periodically. So that would be the end of my junior year then of college. And I found that journal and entry, and I had literally totally forgotten that I had prayed that. So it was just a cool moment of seeing how God had really faithfully answered the request for the three things I made, which was to know him, to have community, and to have a mentor. So that is my first story when it comes to really a dying God. So the second example um, for my life and when I wrestled through the question of can I really know God um, is really recent. I feel like I'm actually still walking through it a little bit, but um, it really has been one of the big questions I've wrestled through in this last season of my life. Um, and it's been hard. I, I'm, I've had a little bit harder time trying to um, think in my head how to share because it just is still like really real and um you know and I kind of had the thought the college experience I shared is like 10 plus years removed now so and I feel like from the perspective of 10 years I can just see like the big picture in how God moved slowly but consistently and faithfully and You know, looking from here, I can clearly see the trajectory that that season of my life took me on. But it was good to pause and remember, like, day-to-day was mundane. And there were high highs and there were low lows. And it was messy. And, um, yeah, I had to work through some deep hurts and deep shame and some of those things that I still, like, still come with me. So, having said that... um, this probably, well, this will for sure be a lot less explicit in what I share, um, but it honestly feels a lot more vulnerable because the the pain and the wrestling from this is still like really fresh in my mind. Um, this last year life has had some of the hardest moments of my life uh, amidst a lot of joy too, but Um, Just uh, my family had to walk through something I never thought we'd have to walk through. And it was um, disorienting. And in the initial moment of crisis, I would actually say I just, I felt God tangibly close through quiet time, prayer, through the family and the friends around us. Um, I felt really held. I felt yeah just really cared for by him and I was not questioning you know whether or not he was present whether or not I could find him but then as the year kind of that initial crisis moment resolved and you know the rest of the year just had kind of like said like the highs and the lows of coming out of that season 
and carrying a lot with us from it. Um, a lot of the season was just an opportunity for like some deep maturing. Um, and I feel like this summer it just kind of came to a head. I was in a place honestly really similar to where I was 10 years ago. I felt really lonely, um, anxious, fearful. I wasn't trusting of people. I definitely can see now that I self-isolated and it bore really similar fruit. Um, I would say, yeah, and I spent a couple weeks, I'd say a couple weeks in that spot, like deep in that spot and a lot of wrestling with God, asking him where he was. Um, Was he faithful? Was he kind? Did he play favorites? Um, And I felt like he just let me sit there and wrestle and it was really hard and I I do feel like he started asking me some questions back that really gave me an opportunity to look at my own heart Um, and at the end of it just in this spot of humbleness and just seeing who I am without Christ seeing who he is and the depth of his character and seeing who I am in him And, um, you know, back at the moment of initial crisis, I came across this poem that I'm going to read to you. And I think it's something that um, really has been consistently something I go back to over this last year and even this summer and in the months since because they have, again, been up and down moments of growth and of confidence. And then just it feels like moments of like questioning or deep despair, frustration, I have come back to this place. Um, So here's a poem. It says, Child of my love, lean hard and let me feel the pressure of your care. I know your burden, child, I shaped it, balanced it in my own hands, made no proportion. In its weight to your unaided strength, for even as I laid it on, I said, I will be near. And while she leans on me, this burden will be mine, not hers. So I will keep my child within the circling arms of my own love. Here, lay it down nor to fear to or nor fear to impose on a shoulder that upholds the government of worlds yet closer come you are not near enough i would embrace you with care so i might feel my child reclining on my breast you love me i know so then do not doubt but loving me lean hard um and i think that's kind of my current position right now on knowing God finding God is I think I'm learning like I find him a lot in my weakness and that's what I think one thing this last year I usually am a pretty capable person and I was beyond my own strength and I've met God there in this summer I feel like he's called me back to just seeing my weakness and my need for him and instead of seeing that as like a try harder figure it out as this opportunity to like lean on him Um, And in that place of dependence and need and suffering and pain, uh, mistakes or wrongs done to me, like a lot of times that is where you find Christ. And it is totally counter what, where I think I would find him, but I found it to be abundantly true that that is where he is so near and in his gift, he uses it, um, he uses things. He doesn't cause them all, but he, in his grace, he'll use them 
because um, in those spots we truly see ourselves as we are which are these people that need a savior we need a god um and when we are embracing that piece of us there is so much blessing and goodness that flows from there uh just one verse that goes right along with this out of the song of songs who is this coming up from the desert so desert you think hard season like i said pain suffering consequences of decisions we've made leaning on her lover and i remember reading that about a year ago now and just being like wow if i am seen as someone just leaning on her lover like i'm i'm content um so i don't know if that's helpful if that's encouraging i hope it is um two last thoughts or two more things i wanted to share i think if you're looking for encouragement or a little bit of direction i think two books i love to share one is hind's feet in high places I think that's one of the most beautiful allegories that just kind of shares God's heart for shepherding and walking with his people. And it is just like a beautiful, beautiful book. And it's an allegory. So it's kind of a different style than maybe some people are used to reading. And then the second is Journey to the Invitation. And it's kind of just what it sounds. Kind of like, um, oh no, Invitation to the Journey. That's what it sounds like. And that's what it is. Invitation to the Journey. So um, inviting you, giving you um, really like useful ideas and tools for what it looks like to journey with Christ. Um, but yeah, so whoever listened, thank you. And I appreciate you. And I just so appreciate Chelsea and Emily in the space that they're creating um, for people to ask good, hard questions.